Hi, I'm Carrie Butler, and you're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. I have a special offer for my listeners. You can get my new course at carriebutlercoach.com slash broadwaypodcast. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Once I played a penny who just couldn't stop the beat. Skates on her feet. Of course, it's recently to see a real cool mom, musical version of Tina Fey. Tina Fey, now come with me. Welcome to Breaking Broadway. This is Carrie Butler, and we are so lucky to have one of the top casting directors in New York City, Rachel Hoffman, who works with Telsey and Company, and literally every season they cast a million shows, <laughs> a million Broadway shows. They've cast me in so many shows. Um, what is your journey to getting into casting? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I came into casting, actually, if you would have asked me, you know, 25, I've been casting for 20 years now. Um, And, but if you would have asked me 21 years ago when I was a senior at the University of Michigan getting my degree in musical theater, Mm -hmm. uh, what I would be doing, I certainly would have told you that I was going to be an actor pursuing that career. But, um, I don't know, an opportunity presented itself and uh, I suppose I made the most of it. Um, I graduated in 1999 from Michigan with my musical theater degree 
degree. I moved to New York to be a performer. I did a showcase. And at the showcase, um, I got an agent and a oh. casting director named Dave Clemens yes. started calling me in for some things. And much like it is at Telsey, if you get called in by Telsey, most of the time, you're not necessarily seeing Bernie Telsey. Right. You're seeing me or Craig Burns or Beth Knox or in the TV department, Rachel Nadler, Rachel Minow, David Vicari. You know, all there's a bunch of us who work there. Um, so I went to a few auditions that Dave was casting. And uh, long story short, um, try to be short, Dave at the time had cast The Civil War, which was running on Broadway. I uh, went to see it and opened my playbill, and uh, Dave had two bios in the show. He had his bio as the casting director, and he also had his bio as an actor, because he was in the show, too. Oh. So 22-year-old me, with my degree in musical theater, is like, oh, this is what I'll do. I'll cast the Broadway show, and I'll be in it. No problem. <laughs> Where's Dave Clemens? And so I ended up um, chatting with him. He asked if I wanted to intern for him. I jumped at the chance, and um, he was just transitioning out of acting acting into, um, into casting. casting. And so I was in the right place at the right time. The business grew. Um, actually, one of the very early things that we cast was Bat Boy, yes. the very <laughs> first workshops and then off-Broadway production of Bat Boy. And your audition actually is um, a story I tell all the time. Really? Actors, yeah. Do you remember what you sang for your, oh, wait, for your Shelley audition? Did I sing I Will Survive? You did. <laughs> Carrie Butler sang... We had seen a lot of people. Uh -huh. Carrie Butler walked in and sang I Will Survive as an angry 16-year-old girl. Yes. Like, who's, like, mad at her mom, mad at her <laughs> boyfriend. And it's an example I use all the time in, like, take a song that you don't necessarily expect someone yes. to, to do in a certain way and make it your own and surprise us. And it was, I remember, to, I, remember the, I remember the studio in Chelsea Studios where we were. Oh I mean, gosh. yeah, yeah. Anyway, but so Bat Boy and, and um, the, that 1999 production of Godspell and, you know, a few other things kind of gave me the, uh, the clue that, well, the, the truth was I was loving casting. I was mm -hmm. loving how creative I felt casting more than I was loving auditioning, which, let's face it, when you are an actor, your job when you don't yep. have a, 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 a full-time, you know, HO a week or whatever job, your job is, is auditioning. And Which so, you don't get paid for. <laughs> no, you don't get paid for it, but you have to approach it like, yeah. um, like it is real work and you have to take it seriously and it has to be your number one priority. And were I you, was not great at that. Were you auditioning and casting at the same time? I was a little bit. Like when, um, when my agent was Diane Riley at Hardin Curtis, who uh -huh. remains one of my dear friends, um, and when I would get an audition through them, I would go in, but I just found myself more passionate about the casting side of things I and and putting the puzzle together and matching you know people with material and getting to know creative teams and what they responded to and you know getting to work on new things like Bat Boy yes and, um, anyway so uh, I was it, it was a quick transition I think or you know not a it wasn't there wasn't a moment that I was like I'm no longer an actor now I'm a casting director but the business grew I grew with it um, in 2006, I joined the Telsey team, and I have been there ever since. So, That's so great. Yeah. That's so great that you just 
went through the door. You just said yes. You didn't know what it was going to be. You have to. Yeah. An opportunity presented itself. I made the most of it. And I learned a lot about myself. And here I, I still, I'm lucky to wake up and love what I do oh, every so day. Great. 20 years later. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this podcast is for people who, you know, live away from Broadway and have really no idea about what it takes to get here. Um, what are your thoughts on pictures and resumes? Um, I think they are obviously, they're important. Essential, they're the yeah. first thing that we see. If you are you know, submitting yourself for something online, your picture is probably the very first thing that we see. So um, most importantly, I think your picture needs to look like you. Right. Um, you know, I understand that, you know, if you are in the middle, in a, in a small town in the middle of nowhere without um, resources to, to get to like a headshot photographer, yeah. I am perfectly happy with a snapshot of you from your iPhone, from whatever, as long as it looks like you and is an, a, you know, representation of you. Eventually when you're getting into it more professionally and taking it more seriously or, you know, moving to a city where, um, where there's more auditions on a more regular basis, you're going to want to have a headshot that looks professional, that feels like, um, like what we see that's given to us when, when an actor walks in the room here in New York. Right. But those are also expensive. And yes. I think, you know, there comes a time where that's necessary. Um, but yeah, have a picture that looks like you. That's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, you, you know, you want to show some personality or something yeah. that like gives us that, that, that makes us interested in some way. And then resumes, you know, nobody expects you to have a big long resume if you, you know, are young or if you're in the middle of your training or whatever. If, you know, if you are from a small town or haven't, all you've done is your school theater or your, your community theater or some voice lessons or dance classes, put that on there. Oh. That's totally significant at the beginning. You know, even for kids coming out of college, yeah. you know, your college credits and what you've done is fine. Nobody expects, you know, nobody needs lots of credits. I'm, you know, ultimately I need the best person for the role. And if that person has 12 Broadway credits or if that person has, you know, their high school credits, if they're the best person, they, sh you know, they're the best person. Right. How, um, I am curious about this. Do you ever cast off of social media? Do you watch you know, YouTube or things like that? Yeah, it's changed a lot since, you know, I've been doing this 20 years yeah. now. And the answer now is yes. Wow. I mean, we spend a lot of time searching wow. through social media for people. And, we, you know, a lot of times it's for straight, odd projects. And, you know, uh, Rebecca Scholl, I just walked by it. So I, this is, you know, it's in my head. I just, on the way here, walked by the marquee for the West Side Story. Oh, yes. The new West Side Story that Rebecca Scholl in our office worked on. And... The dancers for that, she was all over um, Instagram because a lot of dancers have a lot of material on Instagram. So, you know, looking wow. through all of that, we have, you know, for Motown and the upcoming, you know, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough thing, we've searched for, you know, the young kids who sing the Michael Jackson stuff. Or, How do you find yeah. them? I mean, you, you know, you Google and YouTube and one thing leads to another and the, tr <laughs> the, the honest truth is because... The, the interns in our office yes. who are mostly college age, 
that's all they they've never not had social media right so they know how to get to it much more quickly right. than I do and they'll probably look at hashtags maybe <laughs> yes definitely hashtags um um and you know who knows who and who's tagged in this or that mm-hmm. and I, you know again I'm not the expert in it I know it happens a lot and I know we rely on it yeah um that's and, a really good pointer yeah because that means you could be anywhere in the world and get a call from a Broadway casting oh, director yes, absolutely a hundred percent yeah wow. and, and it happens so um yeah with people who aren't expecting it they just did a search for um, we're doing the Aretha Franklin biopic, mm-hmm. and for kids oh. to play her when she was young, they did these crazy searches, and you know, all through social media, and wow. yeah. Um, how important do you think it is for actors to go to college? Okay, my answer on this has shifted, I mm-hmm. think, a little bit over the years. Um, I I will speak for myself and say college and my the training I got at college was the most important thing, not just in my career, both as an actor and as a casting director, but in life. I agree. In learning life lessons and learning what happens outside of the classroom and learning how to figure out finances and be on your own and manage time and cook for yourself. (laughs) All of these things, you know, um, do your taxes, you know. Um, uh, So college for me was of the utmost importance um, I was, you know, lucky to have a family who could help me yes. pay for college. Um, and college is really expensive. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I think when you and I were in college, I think there were 10, 15 musical theater training programs. Right. Um, you know, there was not many back yeah. in the 80s and 90s. Um, I think we get invited to to, I would say, between 200 and 250 showcases per season. Wow. So there's a lot of schools, um, apparently, training Mm -hmm. people in musical theater and acting and all of that. And, um, And I... You know, I have different feelings on on that in general, but it's a it's a big expense. College for for a lot of people can be a big expense. And the truth is, if you go way into debt, if you're then gonna try and make it as an actor, it just it's gonna take a long time to pay off that debt in, let's face it, a job where I think actors interview for jobs more than any other um, any any other profession. Yeah, you have to be interviewing for jobs every even when you have a job. That's right. Um, you are always on interviews. You're always working and looking for the next job because there's no security, Mm-mm. really, <laughs> unless you land in a Hamilton or right. a Wicked. But or even one then, those. but I even mean, then, yeah. I mean, if you're contracts, a, yeah, end, yeah, you know, um, you don't know whether you'll be asked back. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, so you always have to to be looking for that, and so that kind, and so you can't ever really have an income that you rely on, you know, for the long haul, mm-hmm. which I think probably makes paying off debt difficult. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So anyway, the long, uh, long going back to your question of college, um, I, think, I think it's really valuable. I think for a lot of people, it's really important. Um, and I think if it's not your path, that's okay too. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, weighing how much debt to go into versus move to New York, get, give it a shot. Now, now, granted, or move to Chicago. You don't have to move to New yeah. York. Move somewhere or, you know, start auditioning somewhere. New York is not a cheap place to be no matter yeah. what. Um, and and see how it goes. And you could do really good training. You could take a year off. City. You can take a year off between high school yeah. and college, yeah. you know. Or do a year. And if it's if it's not your thing... Don't be going into, you know, so much debt if that's your lot, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, college was also an incredible experience. I learned I could be funny in college. I never knew that before. <laughs> um, but at the same time, there are amazing teachers in New York City. Yeah. You have to get training. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, and your training but, doesn't stop when college No, ends. Like, that's you right. know, I think that college is you know uh, leads to a launching pad for you probably in some ways gives you a lot of the base and a lot of specifics and then you can't stop your voice lessons Mm -hmm. you can't stop your dance classes you want to keep up that acting muscle Mm -hmm. um yeah you stop you lose it yeah it's like running. It's, I mean, I really do think performers are athletes. Yeah. It is not your physical being and what you do physically every day is what you're relying on for your income. So um, you can't, like, a marathon runner doesn't stop running once they win a marathon. That's right. Once they complete a marathon. If they're going to keep doing it, they have to keep going. Yeah, I, I, still, I still take acting lessons, you know, when I get a part that's hard for me or yeah. something, just to have another set of eyes. Yeah. Do you take voice lessons still? I do the same thing if it's but I have done it for so long that I have my tapes I now know my voice yeah. so well yeah. that I know what exercises I need to do to get to like a certain like in different roles do you yeah and now I'm interviewing you. <laughs> no please um in different roles do you have you're like okay I know I need to be in this mixy place for this role or yes. I know I need to like get more into th- I mean you played Belle on Broadway you had to yeah. be a like major soprano in that yeah. show and yeah, know. yeah. It's all about figuring out, like, oh, if I'm singing high, I can't push hard into yeah. the low part. And even my speaking voice throughout the day, I'll have to talk like this throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> to save it. Yeah. Wow. But so, you know, my years of doing this has given me the experience that I don't necessarily need to go to my voice teacher. Usually I can fix it on my own. I still go to her because I love her and she is um, very valuable. Yeah. But I definitely don't need ice. But I and before every single show, I do my half hour warm ups. Yes. So I still do all the work. Yeah. I just don't have somebody else doing it. But the, and also the other point I want to make about college is that it doesn't get you a job at no. all. So you're only going for the training and the experience. Yeah. It, you, the, people won't look at your resume and be like, "Oh, they went to this college. We're going to hire them on Broadway now." Pretty much ever. No. <laughs> no. People ask me, I get asked quite frequently, does it matter where you go to college? And my answer to that is, 
it's not the it's not going to get you the job or not get you the job you have to walk in the room and be the best person for the job and be prepared and you know and and win the role through an audition the place where I think, you know, I, I certainly do look at that on a resume because over the years I've gotten to know, you know, certain schools and you know you can rely, like when you see a certain school on a resume, you're like, oh, they know what they're doing. Right. So if I'm, you know, taking a chance on a new actor in an audition, maybe that helps, mm-hmm. which is like, oh, they went to school there, haven't met them yet. I They usually are great when they walk in the room. That's where it can help along the way, but truly, you know, you you can anybody can get into a, a room if they're persistent enough. If you show up at the open calls, if you show up at the EPAs, if you you know, so much happens online. Just get get a website, get an Instagram account, yeah. get a website. Uh huh. That's big right now. You know, for I mean, you uh, probably most of the shows you've been in in the last ten years. How many of them did you say started as like? a reading or a oh, yeah. All lab or a workshop. Yeah. yeah. And so, and a lot of times, like Beetlejuice, the very first reading of Beetlejuice, we did not do auditions. We just made it, with the exception of the Lydia character because uh-huh. we cast a kid in that. Um, but we did not do auditions. Everybody got an offer. And Alex Timbers was like, you know, good people just, you know, throw. And there was a few people that he didn't know. But, you know, I showed, I made a list, gave him a few links to a few websites. And he's like, yeah, that person looks good. And so, so many of those readings start. And, you know, the casting community knows people because it's our job to know as many actors as possible. And, um, and. And that's how it starts. And so I think websites are very valuable. Noted. Anymore. I will update my website <laughs> ASAP. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm going to be I'm, like, there's I'm not this new that. girl, Carrie Butler, who's so good. You guys should see her. Um, speaking of Beetlejuice, recently Rob McClure left the show and I had the honor of getting to be in on the auditions for the new Adam Maitland. Our parts are so intertwined. It's yeah. really like one character. And Alice Timbers, our director, asked me just to have be there for a chemistry test. And um, it was just so valuable. I loved that you brought in new people that you didn't even know. Um, and so, I don't know, I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about that experience. And also, but the thing that blew my mind, really, was that everyone was so good. <laughs> I... I I didn't know how you guys could choose, and I didn't want to be a part of that because I thought this changes someone's life. I can't make that decision, you know. So yeah. I was kind of like, you know, yes, those are our favorites. I agree with all those people, and you know, you guys make that decision. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was well. A thank you for being there. It was it was valuable, and we were actually lucky. You were with us two in, times. Two times, yeah. and so there was, you know, th- what we did. There was one day where it was just, I think, Alex and Maddie, right. our, our stage manager, um, because our, our music director was out of town and mm-hmm. um, the producers uh, were out of town also. But we did a longer day where we saw a, 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 lo- a larger list of people. And yeah, there were, you know, in terms of, there was a lot of people that I knew. Yes. Um, I also, Alex and I had conversations uh, leading up to that because Alex has worked with a lot of people and knows a lot of people. And we kind of went through together to talk about who, you know, who might be really good, who um, might not work in this particular role, given the fact that the show already exists and yes. and you know and and what that means. 
Um, and um, which, you know, sidebar, sometimes you don't get the audition or you don't get the role. Most of the time, you don't get the audition or you don't get the role for reasons that have nothing to yes. do with your talent. As you just said, everybody yeah. who walked in that room was yes. wildly talented. And you could tell, I mean, I think it's it's fair to say this, some people did an amazing job and they're like, no, they're right for this part in the yeah. show. Yeah. Or, um, or they're too close to another. Or they're too yeah. different. They did a fantastic job, but they, they're worried about bringing somebody so different into the role because it's already a show that's working. <laughs> yeah. Do you rock the boat? Yeah. What is the story that we're telling here? And is it does this change the story because A, B, or C? Anyway, um, so, but yeah, when you mentioned I brought, there was a few people who, yeah, I had not met and I just hadn't had a chance. A lot of times for those kind of things, I'll bring them in for me first, I'll right. pre-screen them, but there wasn't time. Alex is really good about, like, being open to that kind of thing too. He's not uh -huh. a director who looks at me and goes, why did you bring that person in? Like, yeah. what were you thinking? He doesn't, he's... Oh my, well, he's the nicest person yes. ever, so. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and there are those people who don't want their time wasted with that, uh -huh. which is fine. And I don't, you know, um, but also, you know, there would be like um, a, a, an agent or a manager who would write like kind of a passionate thing. You know, there was one guy who his roots were in the comedy world yes. and he did some singing and he had done something with um, a, a up-and-coming writer that, you know, she's gonna be big real soon. Uh, but, and, and so I did some research then and I watched some videos. I'm like, okay, this feels worth taking a chance between mm -hmm. the comedy chops and the fact that he sings some. I think he ultimately wasn't quite the singer, like the wherever right. our song fit wasn't totally where his voice was, but it was a great audition. Totally great audition. Anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I hopefully, yeah, I, the, I always try new people. I can't do my job well if I'm not trying to meet as many people as possible. But yeah, and then. And it was fun just um, watching how different people walk in the room. <laughs> yeah. Right? This is the, this is kind of one of the most important things I feel like. Yeah. You know, when you walk in the room, you're saying, here I am, I'm here to show you what I do, um, you know. I'm confident. I'm confident, this is what I've got. Yeah, and take it or leave take it. Take it or leave it is. That's the goal. It is the goal, and it's so hard. I think for, for new actors or people who aren't used to auditioning on a regular basis, it can feel intimidating to walk into a room and to, you know, I mean, singing is vulnerable. Acting yes. is vulnerable. You're sharing something of yourselves, you, you of yourself. Um, and it is easy to feel like you're asking or you're needing or you're taking up their time or whatever. And yeah. that's, you know, the, one of the things, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners will have heard this again and again and again, but the truth is we want you to be great. Everybody behind the table wants you to be the answer. Yeah. We want you to be the person who is the greatest and, and does the role and serves the piece. And so, and it's easy to feel like it's all, you know, American Idol, like finding what's wrong with you or, uh -huh. you know, whatever that is. And it's not, it's no. not the case at all. No. But walking in the room is certainly an important oh, part. Oh, and even people who made mistakes in the room, how you handle that mistake can get you the job. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because if you if you make a mistake and then are like, oops, it's an audition, you know, yeah. like and make it like no big deal, then we'll fall in love with you. Yeah. If you make the mistake and then fall into a hole and make, get more nervous and... Yeah. Right? I mean, 
we're all human. Nobody's right. perfect, and humans make mistakes. And so, and the, I, it was a hard audition because it's a rap. Oh yeah, yeah. The <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, that's right. And, yes. and honestly, on that, um, I would say eight out of ten people, their first time through it in the audition room, yes. don't get it. Yes. Why yeah. do you polish a crib? Yes. You don't have a kid. That's right. It. Yeah. It's so hard. It's so and hard. It, there is like a tongue. I mean, it was so hard section. even learning it in the show. We it took us <laughs> over a week for sure to get that. Yeah. Yeah. And so nobody gets it the first time out. I mean, one or two people do. And, yeah. And then... But it's like things like that aren't going to get you the job or not get no. you the job. It's no. really your essence. Yeah. And whether you look like what they want, the char- you know, kind of whether you fit their, what they're envisioning. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Totally. I mean, that has a lot to do with, with a lot of decisions, I think. Um, some not, but you know, in, in, I think especially probably in a show that's already running right. where there's all sorts of different characters and types. Um, you know, the, the story of Adam and Barbara and, and, and their kind of journey in finding their, you know, I think they're in, in some ways they're like love and connection with each other again, yes. and it's, you know, somewhere along the way. And, um, I don't know. And, that was definitely an important part. Yeah, that's why it was important that I was there for them. And I, yes. you know, I can't, I'm not looking from the outside. So I was just trusting everybody else to yeah. say, oh yeah, you have good chemistry with this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, I was just going to, oh, I know. So some people came in and used the chair as the crib. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I would never think to do that. What do you feel about that using props or I mean it wasn't like they brought in a prop with correct um for that particular uh song I think it worked better I did too when they had something there because he's talking about polishing Uh it and you know most of them had done their research and either gone to see the show or um or, or known that that's what was going on in that moment and it is, I think sometimes like you use, the use of props can kind of just like yes. put everything at ease and like make your, give you something pedestrian to do mm-hmm. that then makes the relationship to whoever you're talking to. And in this case, it's the audience, you know, in that part of the song. Yeah. Just makes it a little more feel like a human being rather than just like, now I'm singing to the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Um, it, it's, and it, not that it didn't work for other people, but yeah, people found some comedic moments a little yes. more when they could be like, you know, giving it a little extra dust at one point, or you know, the way that they would then like look at the audience, like, look how great my crib is. You know, yeah. I mean, it was just yeah. fun. Have you seen people make mistakes with props? Probably. It's <laughs> <laughs> not off the top. Of your you head. know, it's interesting. I get asked occasionally, like, what's your what's the worst audition story? What's the uh-huh. biggest mess up in a room? And the truth is, I joke that like my brain hit capacity at age 28, and since then, I only keep in my brain the things that I need to. Like I filter out the things that I don't need to remember. Uh-huh. You know, and so and terrible auditions, I don't have I don't have time to remember them. That's great. It is. I know actors worry about that <laughs> yes. kind of thing, and they, they worry if they have a terrible audition, they'll never be called in by yeah, you again. It's not true. Don't worry. She forgets about I it. Do. <laughs> I don't have time to. Re- there's too much. I have too much other stuff to worry about. That's everybody's, amazing. Everybody's a human being. Like we said, you make mistakes. It's a bad audition. Fine. Moving on. 
You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if it happens like again and again, right, and again for sure, that's one thing. But um, that's almost never the case. And so, um, but I'm trying to think. I don't. I remember like the good prop stories, but I don't remember the the negative prop stories. Okay. Sometimes your auditions are very long. <laughs> you give us a lot of material to learn. I mean, like. 30 pages sometimes. <laughs> to be clear, it is not Telsey oh, that's choosing true. That's true. 100%. what the material is. That's right. It is never the casting director choosing what the material that's is. True. It's always the creative team. It's the directors and the writers and the music director and oh. whomever else who are like, this is what we want to hear. And most of the time, if it's 32 pages of stuff, yeah. I will then go back to them and I will oh. say, hey, is there something, at least for this first round, that we should have people focus on That's and good. then add late? Like, we try to yeah. do that. A lot of times the answer is no, they want you to learn everything. And then inevitably they, they, only realize, do one scene they then, realize that it's too much. Yeah. And then they'll, only, they'll do one scene in one song and yeah. they're like... Really? <laughs> you know, I yeah, mean, yeah. Because what do you suggest for people who, I mean, that's a lot of stuff. It's to, a ton. And you want us to memorize, right? Because it's best to be off book. I mean, here, I... I always hold my pages. Yeah. I think, I think that's for the actor. I think you do hold your pages. I think it depends on, A, how much material there is. B, how much time you've had with it. Because, let's yes. be honest, sometimes... It's the night before. It's the night before. And a lot of times, what that is, is... We've put out appointments a week before, but then 10 people finally, after pushing them to confirm, pushing, 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 we get like 10 cancellations at 5 p.m. the night before. So we want to fill the time. We want to give other people the chance. We realize that some actors then are at a disadvantage, but in which case, I promise you the casting director is saying, look, she got this last night. Or, you know, yeah, we're, because we don't want to look like idiots either. Right. You know, like we don't want the team behind the table to think, why'd you call in this person who's so unprepared? I want to say I had five cancellations last night. I wanted to get somebody else in. I think, you know, she could be right. Let's get, you know, so. This is so helpful (laughs) for me. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but that is really good news. It is. And so, I mean, you know, I I, I can't, I I can't speak for every casting director out there, Uh but I promise we don't want to look like idiots either. Right. We don't want to look like we called in terrible people. Right. Yeah. We, we never even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to. But like it is, it's never, we're never going, hmm, let's wait until the night before <laughs> to give Carrie Butler 40 pages and three new songs to right. learn. Um, what, do you have any like secret tips or anything like that for young actors starting out? Anything you wish you knew when you were in school? I, you know, I, well, I got to say earlier, one of the biggest things I learned when I, you know, switched from being on one side of the table to the other is if you don't get the callback, if you don't get the job, it doesn't have anything to do with your talent. That's and right. it's huge and it's it's easy to forget that. It's easy not to know that. And uh, there are so many factors at play with with everything, you know. Um, you're we're it's a business of taste, right. you know. Yeah. And one director's taste is going to be completely different than another director's taste. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I know, you know, actors starting out think about a lot is like, you know, what's my type? And knowing type, that yeah. word comes up a lot. And 
here's what I like to, for some people it's super clear and um, they know themselves, they know who they are, they know what they do well, they know what they don't do well and awesome. For some actors, it's really difficult. They have a hard time, you know, fitting into the quote unquote norms and, you know, who knows? I mean, I think that's all shifting a bit too Mm -hmm. um, in this day and age. Um, But I always encourage them not to stress about type. I say audition for everything and you Mm -hmm. will start to see where the industry sees you, where you fit. Um, and, and see what you're getting called back for, see what audition songs and material are more successful for you. Um, but don't try, don't try to type yourself out of something before you really know. Um, you know, I, like, you know, some, if, if you gave two different directors hairspray to cast in their, you know, summer stock theaters, um, one of them might cast this girl as as Penny and one might cast the same girl as Amber you know like I mean just depending on what they see or what they envision or what happens in the room that day or you know so I I say don't worry so much about type um like get here get or wherever you're going start auditioning and see what you get called back for and I think it'll start to become clearer to you that's Um, great yeah people always have yeah, it's, it is, and it's hard, and I get why they think about it, and I get why it's a struggle. Um, but you know, I, I, I say you gotta, you gotta do everything, especially when you're just starting out. Thank you, Rachel. Of course, thanks for having me, Carrie. Thank you so much for listening to Breaking Broadway, produced by Broadway Podcast Network. Opening song by Aaron Accurso and Joey Mazzarino. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, please like, leave a comment, or share with your friends. See you next time for more insider tips to making it on Broadway. Together you and I are breaking Broadway. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.